You know, when you make yourself fully accessible, what else do you have to offer? What else do you have to give? Once you've opened up and allowed someone in, tell me how easy it is for you to attract back and take it away. There is no my bad or I didn't mean to. Once what was said is said, what was shown was shown. You realize it can't be erased from the memory of their mind and cautionary judgment about access is something we all need to take into consideration. And here we are. I think it's very important that we talk about something that either you need to be reminded of or you have not had the privy to have this lesson taught to you and so I'll give this as a forewarning but I'll do so of course with grace understanding and a big old vocal hug do not allow people to have all access to you all access is a no-no there is something beautiful about keeping parts of you for you I'll explain (laughs) You have to be careful about your friends. Yes, I said it, your friends. You have to be careful when it comes to family. You have to be very, very careful when it comes to co-workers, the organizations that you're in with people that you assume to be peers. Be careful. Even the people in your church, be careful. Listen. We have to understand that people operate just like people. It doesn't matter what place you put them in. They will still operate as they are. Be careful with the things that you tell your friends. I know they're your friends and you have a level of trust with them. I'm not saying that you shouldn't trust anyone, but I'm saying that you should be cautionary with what you share. For people who are married or in relationships, can I just give you a forewarning, a piece of advice, something that you need to hear? The moment that your mate pisses you off and you go to that friend to just divulge, you are in an emotional toil. Guess what? You have now created this discord that this friend is going to feel for your mate In the next day or two, you and your mate are over it and that friend is looking sideways at you like you told me all of this stuff, but y'all are together. Can I just give you some advice? Whatever goes on in your relationship, whether that is a marriage or a deep connection, a relationship, boyfriend, a girlfriend, friend, friend, whatever y'all call it, be careful with what you share. Some things can truly be handled between you and that other person. It doesn't always take you talking to a friend about the intimate occurrences in your relationship. I'll also offer you this. We've seen this happen plenty of times, many times over, and I know many of you say, oh, my friend would never operate that way. Well, here is the honesty in some friendships. When you share tidbits of information, and let's say it's it's something bad. They pissed you off. So you went and told your friend and you forgave your mate. Again, there's a, a point of contention that that friend feels for your mate because whatever they did made them mad or y'all got over it. 
Y'all look good. Y'all smiling, holding hands. Everything is great. Y'all posting pictures on social media. You go back to having great conversations about how everything is going. And then that friend becomes jealous. It happens. It does. Or on the other side of the spectrum, this person that you call your friend, that you speak to, that you tell your business, your intimate conflicts with goes back and tells somebody else. I want to tell you something that is very, very true. You cannot trust everyone. I know it seems as if the trusting can be between you and your friend, but how many stories have we heard of, we read of, how many things that we have seen in an argument, in a disagreement between you and that friend, others and their friend, is soon as they break, the friend tells the other friend's business. Please be careful. Do not give that friend all access to you. Here's a rule of thumb, something that I learned a long time ago. You only tell what you are not afraid to be repeated. I'll say that again. You only tell what you're not afraid to be repeated. Some things are just better left unsaid. And that goes to family as well. Anything that happens between you and your mate stays between you and your mate. Do not go to outside family. Do not seek counsel from outside family unless there is an unless there is an option. I'll tell you what it is. When you have someone that operates at a level of maturity, wisdom, understanding, reflection is that that you would like to be not messy, has wisdom, is honorable, and you need advice, those are the people that you get sound advice from. Not the ones that go back and forth with decision making, even when it comes to their situations. You want to employ some form of information when it comes to decision making between you and that significant other from someone who can give sound advice and keep it there and I'm telling you that is far in between so be careful many times now I'm not saying that all but many times there are older people in our family who have been married for years who can give you established advice who can give you sound advice good reasoning but Again, I caution you because you know these people in your family and you know if it's good or not. Either you walk in it or you don't. Either way, do not let friends and family have all access to you. And even when it comes to your life, you don't have to tell everyone what goes on in your life. Matter of fact, they don't have to know. You grown, grown, right? Unless, again, you are employing information from someone, I, I, I again tell you to be cautionary with what you tell. But unless you don't have to give up any information, you are not obligated to say anything. And it is not reasonable for you to overshare in situations where no one asked. I know sometimes you get excited about good news, but... Please be careful. Everybody is not happy for your good news as well. In these churches and these organizations that you may be a part of, I know everybody has smiling faces and they're so welcoming and we're kumbaya and everything is great. I go back to what I have said before. People are people and they'll operate like people always. 
And this is not to be negative. I'm being real. Okay. Be very cautious. Be very protective of what it is that you share, what you put out there, that vacation that you went on. Please, please, please post those pictures after you come back. And in many cases, you may not want to post them at all. Again, sometimes things are just better when it's private. It's your experience. Some people are just lurking in the back, waiting on something so that they can mess it up. Can I go back to what the beginning said? Don't allow everyone to have all access to you. Can we talk about friends and family, right? And the way in which you allow them to have all access to your time. A friend or a family member calls and you are picking up the phone on the first and second ring immediately. They have a problem. They always have an issue. And now you are two hours in this conversation where they're pulling you emotionally. You didn't even finish what it was that you set out to finish because you're still on the phone with that friend or that family member. But the reason why you are on the phone for two hours is because that they know that many times you're, you're not doing anything really. They don't know. And so that time spent is selfishly on them. And because you didn't offer the word of, hey, I'm, I'm a little busy. I got five minutes. What's up? Or not even answering the phone at all. Family and friends who continuously hit you up about money or a favor but never return that favor, return that money. Come on, y'all. We already know what it is. People who want to text for hours, but we got stuff to do. But guess what? You, you text right back immediately. So they know exactly where to put you at. When nobody else is reachable, you are. And that is the reason why you are always the go-to. Can we change that? I know it sounds mean, but in actuality, don't you have things to do? Don't you have things to finish? Don't you want to have time to yourself, your peace? Didn't you just get off of work? You just got a second to sit on your couch. You are still in your car and you got somebody on the phone needing you. They don't need you. They just want you. And again, you haven't had the moment, the opportunity. You didn't learn the lesson to tell them no. I'll stop there because... Y'all get it. Additionally, I'll say, those in relationships that give it up too soon, <laughs> yeah, you. And that could be money, time, gifts, sex. Yeah, we went there. You know, when you are easy and easily accessible, people learn you very fast. Relationships take work. Like you are in the beginning stages of learning a person. They're learning you, you're learning them. And in the beginning, if you are the type of person that wants to shower a person because you think that the likelihood of them liking you back by giving gifts and money means that you have already spoiled them, their expectation is that this relationship will be one to be gifted. They started off in the beginning giving me money and gifts and I don't have to work for anything. You have given that person a lot of access to you, your pockets, baby. 
And even your time, now I, I get it in the beginning. This is it's the interesting phase, right? So you want to get to know that person as much as possible. And we setting up dates and we want to see this person because this is the person in which we think about. But then sometimes it can become extreme because they've realized just like friends and just like family that call you and text you that they can come by at any time because that boundary wasn't set you giving them all access to your time and then on the other end the most serious I feel is access to your body prematurely giving up too much of yourself because lust feels great and it feels like love I said this before and I'll say it again just in case you didn't hear it in that episode when I talked about connections and how it ties to each other. You don't know the history of certain people. You don't know how far in between that person has been without a partner. We have to be careful about how easily we enter into situations when sexual contact flows you like them but does it constitute love it's always cute in the beginning but this is why people are extremely pulled when it comes to relationships especially when sex is entered because sex is a beautiful gift shared between you and another person it is it is vulnerability it is it is absolute vulnerability you allow another person to see you in your most vulnerable state in your birthday suit honey let's be real come on we adults right they get to see you in the nude they see how you interact when you are heightened in pleasure and there is a connection that is bridged when body parts go into body parts and they touch And then there's a problem three, four, or five months after meeting them. Well, I'm sure there is. And now you are in a dilemma. Your problem was, baby, you gave that person way too much access to you way too soon. There are just certain things that need to be private and need to be secret in our lives. We don't have to share all of our thoughts and all of our goals we don't even have to tell what happened years ago if we don't want to just because somebody is at the table sharing doesn't mean that that gives you space and opportunity to share also because i repeat this again everybody doesn't come to the table or come in situations with good will some people have evil and bad intentions and you learn about these things after things have been said after the realization that my sharing was taken and told to someone else you know some things are really meant for you and God and it is by the visions that he shows us and by the whispers that he shares by the thoughts that is transferred in our prayers many of those things need to be quieted they need not to be told 
they need not to be opened up. That is not the door for someone else to walk into that is yours. You know, when you make yourself fully accessible, what else do you have to offer? What else do you have to give? Once you've opened up and allowed someone in, tell me how easy it is for you to attract back and take it away. There is no my bad or I didn't mean to. Once what was said is said, what was shown was shown. You'll realize it can't be erased from the memory of their mind and cautionary judgment about access is something we all need to take into consideration. Now, how many of you are guilty of oversharing to only regret it later? How many times did the sharing blow up in your face? You know, privacy is useful. It protects us from the overexposure from others who should not have access to our intimate lives. Remember your life and circumstances are yours. And don't overshare. Make sure that when you share, it is something you don't mind being repeated or shared to others. Make sure the person consuming the information is wise in their life, mature in their actions, honest in all that they do, and gives you the honor of listening and being a safe Locking away all of the information to never utter it again. And when people pry, remember that you do not have to say a word. Kindly disregard their asking or tell them you're not willing to share. I don't care how you say it. Make sure you are firmly telling them no when it comes to your privacy and the access that they have to you. And be careful in relationships. Ladies and gentlemen, sex does not equate to love. Money and gifts are temporary and it doesn't constitute a bonding. The way you show up in the beginning becomes an expectation. So please be cautious of how you proceed. Being nice is one thing. Being a nice fool is another. You can always move slowly in a connection without giving up too much too soon. Thank you for being here. We are doing the work. We are tackling some things head on and we are ensuring that we are doing life the best way we can. Of course, I don't expect anyone to be perfect, but when you are equipped with something new, you have no excuse to not try to learn and understand. My mission is to keep you informed and love you the right way. If you are new, I am Lisa Marie, the host of Season Dialogue. I am also on YouTube, so please check me out and subscribe to my channel. I'm on Instagram and TikTok as well, seasoned underscore dialogue. Y'all, please, please, please be safe out there in TikTok world. People are scamming. I don't perform readings. Please safeguard your pockets and please use your intuition. If you get what you feel is an inbox message from me, it's not me. I'm never asking anyone for money. Or am I doing readings, y'all? I don't. That ain't my gift. All right. That is not my gift. But if you do want to support me, you can give a one time donation by going to lisamarie.info and scrolling to the bottom. Baby, you can give a dollar a night. I'm just putting it out there. And I do want to thank the people who have been pouring into me. I, I want to stop and say that for a minute. Many times when we are personally on a mission, something that God has given us and instructed for us to do. We do so with the feeling of doing it blindly and feeling as if we are alone. And when I say that there are so many good people who are enriched 
with so many gems and so much wisdom and so much love. I want to tell you openly that I really appreciate the time and just the love that you guys share. Um, I don't remember her name. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, she hit me up in my email. Sis, I hope that you are listening on this episode. She hit me up in my email and she said, how do I support you? And I was like, oh, you can just listen to the podcast, you know, this, that, nothing. She said, no, 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 no. Like, how can I support you? And I didn't know, you know, supporting me for me looks like just supporting me, listening, um, giving me your feedback. Um, Sis gave me a beautiful monetary donation. But the thing about that, that was beautiful. Let me tell you something. God is always on time when it comes to blessings. Um, That monetary blessing um, allowed me to get another lens for my YouTube video. Um, And I just want to say thank you. But I also wanted to put that out there because we don't ask God for specifics. We, you know, think about what it is that we want to do next or this, that, and the other. And God is always timely in the people that we connect with. Please keep that in mind in any venture that you go through and anything that you want to do. I am a believer that when you plant your feet solid on grounding and there is a relationship and an understanding as to the way that God works in your life, you can never go wrong. I walk with the intention of trying to show up as best as I can. Lord knows with all of us, we are not perfect. But listen, I have bumped my head. I have fallen on my behind so many times. And this year, I said that this is the year of intentions of being very intentional about my walk and the things that God has shown me. And I implore that every single person that is under the sound of my voice, that you listen to me when I say that there is so much in store for each and every one of us. And all we have to do is do right and try our best to live right. I feel like I just did like a little sermon. I didn't mean to y'all. But anyway, thank you for being here. And I'll leave you with this. If God has been pulling you to do some things, he has instructed you and you're sitting idle. You are doing yourself a great disservice. Please, please, please. I beg of you. I beg of you. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I don't even care how scared you are. Please operate in the space of knowing that God will cover you and that he has your back always. When you do God's will, you will be blessed. I'm trying to tell you, you ain't got to listen to me, but I'm going to tell you anyway. All right. Okay. I'm about to go, y'all. Love you much. Thank you so much for the support. I'll see you guys next time.